That's right, folks. It's time for the Nerdy Point of View podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brian Penaloza. With me today are two amazing people, amazing human beings. We have Mr. Bungie, Lamar Harris. This is a trap. It is. This is a trap. Are you going to fall for the trap? or? Uh, I'm just going to mention that this is a trap. And then when I fail my reflex save, I will at least know that I saw it. That's fine. And we also have Mr. Microsoft with us today. We have Derek Ford. Uh, I'm sorry that Lamar left me. (laughs) I'm sorry that I was forced to go. (laughs) (laughs) And there's the setup and perfect. The pins are all knocked down. (laughs) So today we're going to jump right into things because it has been a dazzling few weeks in the video game industry between Microsoft purchasing Activision Blizzard and then Sony just purchasing Bungie. Um, with two very different uh, ideas of how that's going to go uh, with, you know, what they're going to do with the IP and, and the studios themselves and everything. Uh, I thought it'd be great to take a, a trip down memory lane over the past uh, couple of years since 2019 of studio acquisitions between the two companies, you know, the big two, uh, Microsoft and Sony, see what studios they've picked up and what we really think about all of this, of course, where it's going or where we think it's going what we think each company is going to do. There's a lot to discuss. Um, so I'm going to kick it off real quick. Um, I just want to do a quick rundown of studios purchased uh, since 2019 for each company. And then um, you know we can get into the nitty gritty. But since 2019, Xbox Game Studios has picked up t- Double Fine Productions. And of course, their big, uh, big deal, what was it, like a $7 billion deal for... Cinemax Media slash Bethesda Software. 70 billion. Yeah. No, no, no. That's Activision. 70 billion. Oh, uh, all right. Yeah. The Bethesda Good one call. was a crazy deal at like seven or eight billion dollars. And they like went 10 times the amount. 7.5 billion in March of 2021. There you go. Damn. So we've got that um, that big deal. Uh, now, under the ZeniMax Bethesda Softworks banner, you have ZeniMax Online Studios, Tango Gameworks, Roundhouse Studios, Machine Games, id Software, Bethesda Game Studios, Arcane Studios, and Alpha Dog Games. Which covers uh, so much. So much. It's a ton of IP, yeah. a ton of studios. Elder Scrolls, Fallout, Wolfenstein, Doom, uh, freaking Prey, Dishonored. Mobile games. <laughs> so I'm helping. Uh, Quake. Uh, you have Quake in there. Quake. They basically have the market cornered on first-person shooters. With all holy these. hell. With one main exception, which we'll get into when we get to the Sony side. <laughs> um, but you also have, uh, you know, you have Arcane, which just put out a PlayStation exclusive uh, due to contract. A yep. lot of weird shit going on because of the timing of all these deals, but um, a big purchase nonetheless only to be dwarfed by their recent purchase of Activision Blizzard, which... Holy uh, shit. Now when you think about it, they actually have two MMOs under their banner because they have World of Warcraft and Elder Scrolls Online. No, no. That's Mm -hmm. a lot of money right there. Uh, I don't think Elder Scrolls Online is is a monthly subscription. It is not, but it does have the Crown Store and everything in the Crown Uh, Store is expensive and uh, fucking nerds will buy anything. I haven't played Elder Scrolls Online since the beta, so I wouldn't fucking know. It's actually a lot better than I, I have heard. Is I have heard it's very good, and I hope one day that we can all play together because I'm sure it's on freaking Game Pass. And I don't like MMOs. <laughs> 
I mean, that's because Lamar has a, a very cold, dark heart. That that's a tangent you and I can go on at some point, Lamar. Because I, <laughs> I know I have, I have tried. I have tried. I've played most of them. I didn't. I've never played World of Warcraft because I I did. I did. I don't like it. I, that's a whole different subject. Of like, <laughs> yeah, we. Why we don't, I don't. I I just this is what I'll say. I want to. I want to. But I just don't. But anyway. I, I I went balls deep into into once New World came out. I was like, cool, new MMO, let's do this. And and I I went hard on it for about three weeks. And I was like, yep, I'm done. Yeah, yeah, okay. To, okay. to be fair though, Derek, that's you and everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> oh like, well, good. Good to know that I'm not alone. Oh no, one of my coworkers, he was fucking balls deep in that game. Like he was just dipping his fucking tea bag into the deep end there, and within three weeks he was like, I had not heard him mention the game since. Oh, yep. uh, we could do an entire episode yep. by MMOs. Yep. It could we, be two we, to three hours. <laughs> that's the case. Because guys, I will go that's down. That's not this why we're tangent. here. That's not why we're here. We, right. Moving on, we're talking about huge purchases by these fucking monolithic gaming producers. Yeah. So moving on, we'll move on to uh, Sony's list. Uh, in 2019, they they picked up Insomniac Games. Now the interesting thing you'll notice between the two companies, 2019 very quiet year for them. They you know made one pretty decent sized purchase. Insomniac they got for a fucking steal at like 225 or 250 million dollars. That's uh, it. That's yeah, all they paid. 229 million. Yeah. I know I was in the ballpark there. God, that that when I heard that uh, back in 20, I was so upset because I love, love Sunset Overdrive, which was an Xbox exclusive. It was such a good game that not enough fucking people played. And it's like everyone who played that game loved that fucking game, but no one fucking played it. That's what I was about to say about Insomniac. Cause like they have a lot of these, they have a lot of good games, but they not enough of them actually hit hard, especially in the last, what, five years? Well, that's well. I, that's I mean, they did Spider Man. Yeah, Spider Man was massive. Miles Morales was massive. They did the Resistance games, which were really, really good on PS3. Ratchet and Clank, of course. Um, you know, they, they made those. Uh, they've done a ton of stuff, and they did try to. And that's kind. Of, this is kind of one of the themes you're going to notice in the the different purchases is Insomniac has a long Sony history, a long Sony history. Most of the games were exclusive to PlayStation, with the exception of a couple games, including Sunset Overdrive, which I, I've had since it came out, and I've still never fucking played. It's so good, man. I hear that, I know, and I like Insomniac, so I should play it, and you I will absolutely play it. I'm I will. looking at Insomniac's list. This, this, this is the most makes sense purchase I've ever seen. Spyro, right. <laughs> Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, they, it, yeah, just, just go to daddy, go yeah. back to daddy. It's fine. <laughs> and, and that's probably one of the reasons why they got such a fucking smoking deal in the studio. I mean, might as well. It's fucking chump change compared to these, you know, these other purchases that, that we've been seeing recently. Um, but aside from Insomniac, just to keep going down the list, you've got Valkyrie Entertainment, uh, who's really kind of more of a support studio. Same with Nix's software. It's more of a support studio. That's, um, Blue Point, the people who did the, Demon Souls remaster. Yeah, Blue Point is a remaster studio uh, mostly, but from what I understand, they're actually working on an original game, so <laughs> that'll be interesting. I mean, good for them. Yep. Um, you mm -hmm. got Fire uh, Fire Sprite Studios, and of course House Mark Studios, which has pretty much. I, I, they either have only made PlayStation exclusive games since like their first game, or ninety nine percent of their games have been exclusive, but. Um, Right before they were purchased, they put out Returnal as a PlayStation exclusive, which is an incredible game that's really fucking hard and kicked my teeth in. 
Um, so another studio that kind of, you know, really makes sense for them. And uh, Fire Sprite Studios, which does a lot of VR games. So kind of one of the things you'll notice, um, oh, and of course Bungie being their, their recent acquisition, although that's that's a weird one, which I can't wait to talk about a little bit more. <clears throat> so now that we know what the studios are, uh, first I'd like to, to ask our guest, um, Derek, what do you think as far as like culture-wise what Xbox is doing as far as the studios they're pulling in, how much sense it makes for what they do, you know, as far as like working relationship, like I would say Bethesda does make sense because they do have a good long history with, you know, PC and with Xbox itself. Right. Uh, but talk to me more about like, uh, you know, Double Fine, the Activision Blizzard, I think is, you know, obviously super interesting or interesting. Yeah. The, uh, the Activision Blizzard one it, it definitely felt like it came out of left field. Like maybe Microsoft is just trying to strike while the iron's hot, you know, in the midst of all of the blizzard controversy that's going on recently mm-hmm. with uh, their CEO. What's his name? Bobby Kiddick or something like that. Uh, Bobby Kodak. Yeah. Kodak. Uh, pardon. Excuse me. Uh, dickhead. <laughs> not you, Bobby. Yeah. 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 I'll fuck up your name three times and uh, not fucking care. Cause Wait, Screw did he him. threaten to murder like an employee or something? Like, I'm, sh- I'm sure he did all sorts of terrible things. Um, everything's hearsay, but it where there's smoke, there's fire, and all that. Yeah. Anyway, I I, I, I just want to put it on record. Long yeah. before any allegations about Bobby Cody came out, I fucking hated that guy. There was yeah. something smarmy and douchey about him. I just yeah. never liked. Like, fuck that guy. Fuck <laughs> that guy. Fuck him. He's definitely on his way out. He'll still be a fucking you know billionaire. You know. Yeah, he's going to get paid out. He's not going to be with the company anymore once the acquisition is completed, I'm sure. Remember, Um, kids, this just proves crime does pay. Crime does. (laughs) It pays. And the amount of fired you are. Anyway, you were saying. (laughs) So I was saying that definitely felt like it came out of left field. um, And it felt like that's how that was Microsoft striking while it's like, okay, this is as low of a value as Activision Blizzard's going to be because Activision Blizzard, I mean, that that's not just all of the Blizzard IPs. That's fucking Activision. That's, that's Call, Call of Duty. Duty. That's fucking Tony Hawk Pro Skater. That, holy shit. Incidentally, you know? that's Crash Bandicoot and Spyro the Dragon, <laughs> <laughs> which are PlayStation mascots. <laughs> but um, the way I've viewed how Xbox has been moving forward with this this generation, like uh, and you know even the previous generation with the Xbox One and, and the PlayStation Four, Xbox has kind of is leaving the console behind. Like yes, they're they're still going to have it. It's still going to be a money maker, but their fo- it seems like their focus is going entirely into their Game Pass, their get their games as a service, their monthly subscription service. Which I, I don't have the numbers pulled up. If you wanted to look it up uh, while I'm talking, how much you know their subscriber base? I think it was like over a hundred million freaking you know monthly subscribers, and uh, or like twenty five million something like that. Yeah, twenty five so, million some crazy number of monthly subscribers just to play these games. And I think that, you know, Microsoft is trying to focus on getting all these things. I personally don't believe, and I I know people like, oh, this means 
you know, such and such game is only going to be on Xbox. I really don't think Microsoft is going and, and Xbox is going to do that. I think they're going to keep all of these games that people are looking forward to on other platforms like PlayStation, maybe even Nintendo Switch, if they can fucking support it. There's no fucking way. Switch is powerful. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> you and I have both been playing Pokemon Legends and we that have. game stretches the fucking limits. Holy the hell, man. <laughs> the Switch is struggling. It's a great game, but it is stretching the fucking <laughs> But it, in the future, because who knows what direction Nintendo is really going to go. It seems like these last couple of generations, Nintendo's just like fucking drunk as shit showing up at the party. Nintendo has given no fucks. The, no. Nintendo stopped giving fucks once the Wii U. Yeah, yeah. I, I would argue the Wii. When the Wii yeah. came out, they were just like, you know what? You guys are focusing on power. Here's a stick you can wave in front of your face. <laughs> that's a, that's another discussion I can say where the I actually really appreciated the Wii for trying some shit new. But they tried. They did they, try. They did try. It was um, the mo one of the most successful consoles of all time. So, I mean, you know. But yeah, I, I feel like everything Microsoft is doing is to get these big franchises onto Game Pass so that people will, you know, subscribe to Game Pass to play these games even if it's, you know, oh, it's only going to be on Game Pass for, you know, 2 or 3 months. It's like, okay, well, you can pay, <clears throat> you know, signing up for Game Pass is a fucking what, a dollar right now? A dollar like like for 3 months. Yeah. A dollar for 3 months. A dollar. Yeah. Like <laughs> It's a deal so good. It's it's you you it, like I am convinced that there's fundamentally something wrong with your fucking brain <laughs> if you have something you can play Game Pass on and you don't have it. And, I hate and saying maybe it they're and true. Maybe they're just doing the marketing thing of banking on people like forgetting to cancel their subscription 100%. and you, and you know they get, they get the extra what fifteen bucks 100%. for yeah. and so that's where I think Xbox is trying to drive everyone is to be like okay you we get it. You know, you, you don't want to buy our console because, you know, it doesn't have the the God of Wars, the Horizons, whatever. But we've got this pretty awesome thing that you pay a really fucking cheap, less than fucking Netflix. And you can have all these fucking games that we shelled out billions and billions of dollars to make sure is on our platform. It is insane that Game Pass is five dollars less than Netflix at this point. Isn't it? Yeah, that's kind of I, and I, <laughs> I play games way more than i watch netflix uh, uh di different different structural integrity and systems and software like if th if this was stadia then i would be able to compare that to netflix more than xbox game pass which we don't is, we don't talk about stadia you know <laughs> i literally no one talks about Stadia. i really like the idea and i can't wait till they figure out the um technology with it but i know what you're saying i was just Everyone just needs to get 300 freaking down across the country. That's all. L Lamar. <laughs> yes. I, I agree with you. Stadia was a good idea. Let me introduce you to xCloud, which is going to do the exact same fucking thing without the... Uh, you, can, you can play your games on your phone out in the park. Yeah. It's crazy. The, the problem with Stadia, real quick, I know we're going <laughs> a tangent, was the subscription model just to buy the games to put on there that you'll never actually own. That was a massive hurdle for people to get over. No, I'm gonna let it go because it's another tangent I can go down about what software licensing means I, in 2022. That's so, fair. 
Just because someone says it up front doesn't mean the other guys aren't saying it. Fucking Xbox Game Pass will take away your destiny just as fast as they take away your Tetris. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so I, I mean, you when you digitally purchase something, you don't own it. Correct. Uh, w- without a physical disc, you do not own anything. You are, le- you are leasing a license. Correct. But what I can do is I can just purchase that license without having to first pay a subscription to then purchase that license. Right. That's the hurdle, in my opinion. Fair. But that's neither here nor there. Lamar, mm-hmm. given everything that, that Derek just said, uh, what's your gut check? How do you feel about um, Xbox's acquisition since 2019, what they're doing? Uh, what, what are your thoughts? Um, I think I think this is super smart. I think I think crunching the numbers, I think that Xbox is probably going to make more money per user than they would have done in the old way of hoping people buy a $60 game, which will drop down to 40, which will drop down to 35, which will drop down to 20 by the time in which most of those others don't even go back to them. Xbox only makes money. Game studios only make money from the initial purchase. If you go to a GameStop or anything like that, the repurchases of those don't go back to the studios nine times out of 10. Yes, there are a few exceptions, but nine times out of 10, I don't know. I think what Xbox is doing is cutting out one, cutting out the middleman and saying, hey, let's just go direct to consumer, which is this is all GameStop's fault, by the way. Uh, Number two, (laughs) if it's 10 bucks a month, that's one hundred twenty dollars from you. That's two brand new games, which is probably about on par to amount of new games you would have purchased from them um, each year. And also with the current uh, CPU shortage worldwide and the very fact that neither company is able to produce consoles at a rate that makes the investment of making those consoles make sense for doing things the old way. I think Xbox is real smart. And I think also the latest acquisition of uh, Activision probably was really, really smart. And it's... It's dope, but it doesn't surprise me because every Activision game that came out with Xbox and PlayStation plays dramatically better on Xbox. Call of Duty, all of them play, except for Spyro, but that's a whole that's a whole, <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole other thing. But I, I, I think Activision was super smart. I also agree with Derek. I don't think they're going to have a, too many exclusives, but I think there's going to be... And also, I think it's going to be really good for these... Uh, studios to not have to figure out how to make a lot of these games cross-platform. That's like making a game work for two different systems takes a lot of work. I mean, uh, what's that? Cyberpunk, they did it for five, and that's why <laughs> mm-hmm. they fucked up. <laughs> right? well, their problem was they did it for, for not cur- only current-gen systems. They should have stuck to PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, and PC. They, they did, thought... They- they opened their mouths way too early, they, though. They <laughs> thought, we're going to get this shit on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, where there's millions upon millions of consoles and make those ducats back, which I hate to say, unfortunately, they did. But consumers got a game that didn't fucking work, which is not I ideal. Right? And that's the thing a lot of people forget is that the PlayStation 4, the PlayStation 4 Slim is different. And then the Xbox One and the Xbox S and the Xbox blah, blah, blah. Like, those are different consoles. They're not just this rearranging of guts. So yeah, it gets dumb. But anyway, 
this particular, I think it was really smart. And I think Xbox, I think Xbox is going to win this particular generation by leaps and bounds, unless Sony figures the shit out, which my current theory is I think Sony might, might go under. I think they might be the next Sega, to be honest with you. That's yeah, a I, bold prediction. It's a very They're bold prediction. They're worth a lot of money. I know, but so was Sega at one time. <laughs> just, just for just for the hard numbers, because I'm I'm a I'm a crunchy motherfucker. Uh, Sony is currently valued at a 143 billion dollar market cap, uh, with Sega currently at a 3.6 billion market cap. Now that billion with for Sony is that just their video game division? That is, I think that's all of Sony, right? Because uh, all of Sony is different. Well, I meant to say their video game division, which I think is going to be hard to find really so, quick. So, so the biggest part of Sony is their video game division. So the PlayStation okay. is the majority of their revenue. I, I, I don't think, I, I, I don't think Sony's going to be able to pivot fast enough. I think, I think the investment that comes with making a console, because consoles are an investment for like the last five generations, they very rarely make money. I think that investment's gonna fuck them, because while the PlayStation Five is fantastic, not enough people have one. That's you know that's what true. a lot of people have PCs. That is also true. People um, do have computers. Here, here's where I'll chime in. I I fundamentally disagree that this would be the end of Sony. Um, even if they don't pivot quickly enough, they've they've actually been in more dire straits than this. Uh, and I'm looking at the PlayStation Three era. Um, that was dire as fuck that was do or die that was that was potentially existential for that the PlayStation that was brand. that was playstation nots listening to developers yes um which by all means the the playstation 5 is a machine where they absolutely listen to developers and developers are very happy with the machine itself <gasps> playstation 3 was a shit gooey yeah okay now yeah. i remember like why was playstation 3 that so was bad? the 599 us dollars you'll take out a second job to buy one that was the height of their hubris back in like and that 2010 was... yeah, yeah oh, and every God. game dev was like it sucks making games on this please the cell processor code. sucks hard to code <laughs> um which is still that cell processor still biting them the ass with the backwards compatibility but that's neither here nor there um so I, I disagree it's gonna be the end of sony however i I do agree it was a shrewd move on Microsoft's part to purchase Activision Blizzard. Uh, I think Derek's right in the sense that uh, they see a company. Now, here, here's the thing: when the micro, uh, when the when the Zenimax um, Bethesda deal went down, people got a little antsy. They're like, "Okay, at least this one kind of makes sense because there's history there, and it's a lot easier to swallow an acquisition like that, especially if things are going to go um, exclusive." Which it's hinted at that a lot of you know what's gonna what's gonna come out of Bethesda and ID and all those companies is going to be exclusive. It's a lot easier Starfield. to swallow when there's that massive history there, right? Mm -hmm. With Activision Blizzard, uh, the whole idea was that if Microsoft buys an EA, an Activision Blizzard, there is going to be some major blowback, and it's not that it's gonna hurt them to the point where it won't make the acquisition worth it, but the PR is gonna be a disaster. So, what better time? to buy one of these companies than when they're having their own PR disaster and you can look like a hero by swooping in and saving it, right? Yep, by swooping in and then removing the evil CEO. Right, and frankly- Robert. And Frank, <laughs> Robert. Fuck you, Bobby. <laughs> um, Fuck you, Ricky, Bobby. <laughs> frankly, 
Activision has taken all these studios that are under their name and turned them into Call of Duty factories. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you want another Tony Hawk game? You're not going to see one because Neversoft got rolled into making Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. You want another Crash Bandicoot uh, Crash Bandicoot game? Uh, I forget the developer's name. Um, Toys for Bob, I think, yep. was the developer. Rolled into making Call of Duty. So you have a company that's rich with IP, not doing anything with it, and now Xbox has that IP. Imagine this, if you will. A new Spyro game or a new Crash Bandicoot game made by Rare because they own the IP, they could give that to another studio to make. Honestly, that mm-hmm. sounds pretty dope to me. And those are IP that we're probably not ever going to see again if they are just under the Activision brand. So I get that. I understand that. It makes perfect sense. Um, I also think it, um, to both your points, I think it makes sense for them not to keep uh, Activision Blizzard games exclusive for the sheer fact that even if they're selling on Sony's platform, Sony gets 30% cut of that game. Microsoft still gets 70% cut of that game. Mm-hmm. So on top of the Game Pass money that they'll make, they're still making sales, and they're still more than doubling what they profit than what Sony profits on that. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense. You don't want to take a game like Call of Duty that you release every year to the tune of billions of dollars and stick that on one console that you're not really selling it on, you're you're leasing it on. Which I, I hope they cut that out. Like We don't need annual Call of Duties anymore. You know, I would like to think that, but I think that's one thing that's going to stick. I really Every don't. single developer that decided to not do that had to have a game that broke so bad that it caused issues. Assassin's Creed had the perhaps same issues. WWE yep. 2K had the same issues. Yep. It's going to continue to pump out until it gets so bad. And right now, it, you can just pump out a new game. Like, Call of Duty said fuck story modes. Like, here, here you go. Literally. Well, Battlefield did the same thing to uh, terrible, terrible results, unfortunately, because I I thought that game looked really cool. But anyway, so that's my take. I think um, I have some opinions of what I think this means for the industry and how I feel about that. But we'll we'll put a little pin in that once we uh, are done talking about Sony, uh, because that'll kind of take us to the, you know, the final part of what Mm -hmm. we want to talk about. So as far as Sony goes, when I look at Sony's purchases compared to Microsoft's because Microsoft's they make business sense, but they don't culturally make sense. There's nothing that really screams Xbox about Activision to me. There's nothing that I like. I look at, you know, again, Bethesda does have a history with them, but even then I'm just kind of like, well, it doesn't make as much sense as some of the purchases that Sony makes. So, well, let me, let me explain. Yep. Yep. And then I'll, I'll, I'll call I'll throw it over to you guys. So Insomniac Games, um, we kind of discussed a little bit before we got started, or actually we might have discussed it a little bit when I was talking about it, but Insomniac Games has a long history with Sony. Mm-hmm. They were pretty much a de facto first-party studio, even though they were technically free to go do whatever they wanted. Long history, that one makes perfect sense. When you look at Valkyrie Entertainment, uh, which was purchased in 2021, uh, they did support on God of War and God of War Ragnarok. It makes sense to bring a support studio in because you can use that for support on all sorts of different games like Naughty Dog, which apparently needs all sorts of fucking support at this point um, because nobody wants to work on their games. Uh, I don't know why that is. It's kind of weird, but nobody wants to work on their games. Ben Studio was tasked with making The Last of Us rema- uh, new remaster, like remake or whatever. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to touch it. So, you know, a studio like Naughty Dog could use that. Um, obviously, Gorilla with their Horizon Zero Dawn games because they have got multiple in development. 
things like that. <clears throat> so Valkyrie makes sense. Nix's software, um, they port games to PC. Makes perfect sense. Sony is getting more into the PC space. They just ported God of War, just Fucking released about a week ago. Finally. To PC. <laughs> um, Horizon Zero Dawn. And you're going to start seeing more and more Sony uh, first-party games coming to PC. Mm-hmm. Makes sense to me. Housemark, another studio that has almost exclusively worked with Sony. Um, most of their biggest games have been Sony exclusives, including Returnal, which came out on PS5. So, again, that one makes sense. You got Fire Sprite Studios, which develops VR games and is actually mostly staffed with people who, um, from the former Liverpool studio, which was Sony-owned, that they shut down. Um, so you've got a lot of talent that's already familiar with Sony. You've got uh, PlayStation VR, which Microsoft doesn't have a VR unit. I, yeah, it, no, you're, Facebook, that sentence just, is correct. They yeah, had it I had to think about it for a second. That is correct. Um, <laughs> You know, so you, you want a top tier developer making your VR games. You want to do first party VR games because you want to support it, especially with the PSVR 2 coming out probably maybe at the tail end of this year, if not early next year. You're going to want a VR studio. Then you've got Blue Point Games, who does a lot of remasters for Sony. Um, they did the Demon Souls game, uh, exclusive game that came out. Um, they did the Nathan Drake collection, the Shadow of Colossus. Um, they just have, a, again, a long history with Sony. Then you get to the weird one, which is Bungie. Yeah. Which a lot of people are, are going to want to say that it's a reaction to the Activision deal. That's impossible. No, no, no company that big is that nimble. If anything, no. it's probably a reaction to the Bethesda deal, in my opinion. Um, and if anything, it makes so little sense that they did this that the only thing I could think is this was absolutely intentionally a fuck you to Microsoft since Microsoft originally, well, not originally owned Bungie, but Bungie was purchased by Microsoft before they were purchased by Sony. And then they did a stint with Activision too. Bungie was the original Halo yeah. guys, right? Yeah, yes. But before um, that, they were doing like Marathon on PC and stuff like that. And Myth. And um, Myth, yeah. So uh, website gameindustry.biz, a uh, guy named Christopher Dream reports that uh, the deal was in the works for the past five to six months. It's not a reaction to the Take-Two purchase of Zynga or the Microsoft purchase of Activision. Yeah. But it doesn't mean it's not a reaction to the moves Microsoft's been making. In my opinion, it is. Um, it absolutely is. Now, here's... So the valuation of the Bungie deal and the valuation of the Bethesda deal, the Bethesda deal was still twice as much um, as what they paid for Bungie. But what I like about, like, I'm not happy they bought Bungie, honestly. <laughs> okay, really, I don't like honestly. All these I, I feel like they overpaid. They probably did, um, especially when you consider they immediately came out and said <clears throat> these games are staying multi-platform. Bungie is remaining an independent studio. They're just like PlayStation first party adjacent. Yeah, I, I can't imagine Bungie after, you know, everything they did with Microsoft would want to be anything other than, you know, at least semi-independent. Yeah. And I think that was probably a big draw for them aside from the dollar signs. Um, yep. The thing that I was listening to Sacred Symbols and something they pointed out that I, because I didn't, I missed this in the article somehow. But the big thing that Sony's getting out of this is they don't have a live service game and they don't have a live service platform and they have no fucking clue how to build one. So one of the things they can do by buying Bungie is leveraging their expertise with Destiny and Destiny 2 um, because they've already learned the lessons and bringing that into their own IP. For instance, maybe that the new Last of Us game that they're working on, the multiplayer game, maybe figuring out how to turn that into a live service. Uh, factions, that's what it's called. Um <sighs> 
Yeah, I mean, so. yeah, like <laughs> Destiny. Uh, well, so Bungie has kind of been a. I, I don't want to call them like a, a one-trick pony or or anything, but they have had these massive franchises, and they've stuck on those franchises for fucking decades. And then they're like, "All right, I'm done with this," and they move on to the next one. You know, yeah. it, it was Halo, Halo Two, Halo Three, Halo ODST. Now you're freaking Destiny and Destiny Two, which I think when did Destiny come out? Fucking 2000. Destiny 14, Destiny 2, 2017. Like eight years, <laughs> eight years since release. So you yeah. know it's been over ten years of development with the Destiny franchise for this company. Um, but Destiny still has a large enough community that maybe they feel like they have to support it right now. Um, it's kind of lower on the list in terms of viewership on Twitch, which is I, I feel like is a good metric on like how big a community for a particular video game is. Mm -hmm. Right now, it's it literally sits right in between Halo Infinite and Fall Guys on Twitch viewership. Ouch. Yeah. I honestly, I, I think the concurrent player base is probably the best metric, but that's kind of a tough number to pull um, because you, you can't really aggregate that. I mean, you could if you'd had the time, which I, I yeah, and it, it's way easier to just use Twitch. <laughs> yeah, so it's not a bad metric. But um, anyway, that's kind of my thoughts on on PlayStation's acquisitions and why to me they make more sense. Uh, I'm not saying that I like all the acquisitions because I'm as a general rule against the consolidation of the industry like this. And I'll make that case. Why later Lamar, mm -hmm. how are you given everything I've just said about PlayStation? <clears throat> how do you feel about their acquisitions? You know, I was actually kind of confused at why they did this until you said the live service, uh, idea, because I was looking at Bungie and I was like, I know the name Bungie, but I don't know their games. And the reason I don't know their games is because they've only made Halo and Destiny in the last 20 years. <laughs> um, much, before yeah. that, they made shit for what's called Classic Mac Operating System. Have you remember those? The, before they started naming after mountains and animals? I bet they, you fucking don't. <laughs> I think they made one game for PlayStation 2, and it was Myth... Only. Well, oh, Oni. Oni? Yeah. They did yeah, Oni. They, oh, no shit. Yeah, they myth, made Oni. All the myths were made for OS and Windows. <laughs> All right. According to this <laughs> Wikipedia page. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, it, it was Oni that they made for PlayStation 2. Yep. Um, but with that said, so I was looking, I was like, it can't be the IPs. That doesn't make any goddamn sense. Well, especially since they're not bringing the IP exclusive. So it definitely doesn't make sense. Correct. But um, it does make sense, especially if they need to develop a whole bracket of like live service games to purchase a company that has done it on their own terms has proven to be successful 1.5 times in creating <laughs> something like that um so and that just, they can just so you know lamar it. real mm -hmm. quick uh live service uh like the money dollars earned has mm -hmm. increased by 500 percent for sony so that's why it's such a big target for them i just want yep. you to know that going forward it, it makes sense it yeah. makes sense to me i have my whole thing about life service games, especially with Assassin's Creed, which means we'll never get another fucking one for a couple of decades. But, um, yeah, I think they purchased them for their knowledge and expertise. Um, and, yeah, they probably got it for a steal because... Have, have either of you played uh, Destiny or Destiny 2? I, I played Destiny because it was fire, and I played it on PlayStation because that's where the biggest community was for the time. Mm. I've not played Destiny 2 because it did not pull the community I was playing over to it. 
Mm-hmm. It just didn't lock in the way they did the first one. And I, like I okay. had regular, sorry, I had like regular people, like not heavy gamers, like just regular folks um, playing Destiny, um, like to Tetris people playing Destiny. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I was on the, er, sorry, Brian, go ahead. Did you I play was, uh, Destiny? Yeah, I, I played both. Um, Destiny was fine. Uh, I got Destiny 2 because I thought it was going to be better. Um, I actually tried to jump back into Destiny 2 uh, like six months ago, and I did a couple strikes, and they removed the uh, locking down rooms. So when you do a strike, you can just run from the beginning to the end and just beat the boss yeah. and not literally not kill a fucking thing in between. And I was just like, this is fucking stupid. I, I have bounties I need to do, and I can't kill anything because you motherfuckers just keep running far ahead of me. Uh, and I get melted playing, trying to play by myself. So yeah, because it, it, it gets to a point where everyone's just trying to grind for the end game loot, and yeah. it, you know you're not getting any end game loot from all of these you know uh, low level creatures. You need to go straight to the boss. Yep, and they don't. Most games will gate areas until you beat the enemies, and then they'll let you progress. Destiny Two said. Fuck you! We don't need to do that. Just run to the end. Destiny did have a wild pacing issue, I will say. I think that's what made it was like. Well, if they have a pacing issue, fuck it. Make them make their own pace, and they probably brought down the walls. I don't think it was a good idea, but I think that's probably what happened. Keeps me from jumping back in. Yeah, kept a lot of people from jumping back in. I, 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 once again, I bet the amount of people playing Destiny versus Destiny's Two is a wild difference. (laughs) What about you, Derek? Oh, yeah, I had a, a few hundred hours in both. Um, I played all of the first uh, Destiny, uh, all of the DLC and all that. And I think it was the first Destiny that pissed me off in terms of, um, <laughs> like, s- despite Destiny's awful launch because it was like, oh, this game lacks content and all that stuff. Um, I feel like Destiny was one of the first ones that they where a season pass did not encompass all of the content that was released. You might be right. And it, and it really pissed me off. And, and then (laughs) I, and then the exact same thing happened with destiny Two, And I was like, motherfucker, I was so upset, but um, I felt like destiny Two felt a, a bit more fleshed out. Um, compared to the first destiny but man destiny one it was like that that gunplay it was just fucking so crisp it was it so is. awesome to play so that um, that's what i'll give the destiny games is that the gameplay itself is fucking on point it is right it feels so good to play my main problem with it was the loot drop sucked so much ass that you would spend 45 minutes going through a dungeon or something mm-hmm. and then get like a piece I, of loot that you could wipe your ass with. And it just happened over and over again. Yeah, was I, so I was one of those people who would run through a raid, get the loot, leave it in the vault, delete my character, make a new character, <laughs> level up quickly enough, you know, within a week to run the raid again because you were only permitted you know the raid once a week Mm -hmm. jesus yeah yeah it was it was like uh every tuesday was the reset day and and i was on you know the looking for group you know trying to fight oryx you know who has the checkpoint whatever Mm -hmm. so i i was really deep into destiny and 
Destiny actually brought me over from Xbox. I was 360 for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then all my friends were playing Destiny. And I was like, you know what? My 360's old. Uh, GameStop had a sale that was a giant lie. And so I <laughs> fell for it and gave them my Xbox for 20 bucks. And they gave me a PlayStation for 380 bucks. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I don't feel like. Um... What was it? Three point six billion dollars. Yeah, it's a. I guess for that, maybe I think maybe they're just paying for the technology, honestly. Um, but either yeah, way, there has to be something that Sony saw and was like, "Yes, we we want this." Well, supposedly Bungie is working on something that nobody knows about, so maybe mm-hmm. they got a, a good peek at that because Sony has built a pretty good relationship with Bungie, and in fact, the same thing with Activision when it comes to Call of Duty. Uh, mm-hmm. a lot of the call of, actually all the call of duty marketing has been going through Sony for a while now. Right. And I'm fairly certain they have contracts for the foreseeable future for that as well, which is another reason why you probably will still be seeing call of duty on PlayStation for a while at the mm-hmm. least. Um, but they probably did see something that they liked. I don't know what it is, but even if they saw something they liked, it's still going to not be an exclusive. So, I mean, they'll, they'll it'll be the same deal for them as it is for Microsoft putting call of duty on PlayStation is, for every copy they sell on on Xbox, they'll be getting the seventy percent, and Microsoft will be getting the thirty percent. So they're still making forget, out pretty good. Don't forget the money that goes on top of buying out all the C levels and VPs who are redundant in the company. Yeah, yeah. And but then you also have to you know take into account the headcount that you have now inherited immediately without oh. any production. But um, that's going a whole, to this uh, this tweet from. Uh, January 20th from, you know, Xbox's Phil Spencer uh, talking about, I can uh, I confirmed our intent to honor all existing agreements upon acquisition of Activision Blizzard and our desire to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. Um, I What we do know is that uh, the companies will remain independent uh, from each other until 20, so Xbox and Activision Blizzard will remain independent of each other until uh, at least 2023. Yeah. See, that's kind of my problem with Phil Spencer <laughs> is that he'll say something that seems like it means something, but in reality can still mean anything. We've um, decided to not break contracts and yeah. sued for millions of dollars. Which <laughs> is something else that I kind of wanted to touch on because, you know, people talking about like, oh, freaking Xbox is going to take make all these, you know, Xbox exclusives. And I, I don't feel like they are, uh, but there is a particular um, – uh, especially with like giant franchises that that's why everyone's getting all upset right i i don't want my beloved franchise to only be available on this platform that i don't fucking possess right mm-hmm. like i i don't want to not have another fucking sunset overdrive or if there is one i don't want to have to buy a playstation 5 to fucking get it doesn't matter not going to happen anyway <laughs> and and you know playstation playstation players oh freaking i don't want elder scrolls 6 to be on only on xbox Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a, a, a GQ article with Phil Spencer from November uh, that people are pointing to where, uh, speaking on exclusive uh, games, he says, it's not about punishing any other platform. Like, I, fundament- I fundamentally believe uh, all of the platforms can continue to grow. But in order to be on Xbox, I want us to be able to bring the full, complete pack- package of what we have. And that would be true when I think about Elder Scrolls Six. That would be true when I think about any of our franchises. 
So people point to that and say, he confirmed Elder Scrolls 6 only on Xbox. Like, no, he fucking didn't say that. He, he hasn't said anything either, with, with the exception of Starfield, which <clears throat> is confirmed to be Xbox. Exclusive. And that's my thing. It's like, okay, if 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 these things are on only on Xbox or in the, you know, as Xbox has kind of evolved outside of the console to be, you know, the, the Xbox ecosystem mm -hmm. where it is. So essentially fucking, do you own game pass or not? Mm -hmm. Um, If, if it's only going to be there, why not just come out and say it? Like why well, that's, that's to, my get, to get, problem. to get the fucking money. Yeah, and that's my problem is, and, and that's the one thing I do respect about the, about Sony's acquisition of Bungie is they immediately just came out and said, this is what you can expect going forward. Right. I, you know what? That's fine because I don't care either way. I have a way to play all these games. It doesn't matter to me personally. I get why it matters to some people. I understand <sighs> that, you know, I, I come from a position of privilege where I can afford the, the hardware to play these games. Uh, and a lot of people don't, but I would be a lot. I would have a lot more respect for Phil Spencer if he just said, "Listen, here's what you can expect: some games are going to be exclusive, some games aren't, or every game is going to be exclusive, or none of them are." Just say what you fucking mean. Stop saying his line that he always says, and he said it with Activision Blizzard, and he said the same fucking thing with the Zenimax and Bethesda. Is uh, we are going to continue to have our games on all platforms uh, that they have a, a, a history with, or some bullshit like that. It doesn't fucking mean anything. What does that mean? <laughs> that's mouth diarrhea you're fucking shitting all over the front of your shirt dude just say just say what it is you want to say and maybe a lot of people speculate that while the deals are going down they can't really say that but if that's the case then why would sony be able to say that with bungie so before phil spencer really came on to um xbox xbox had a pr problem because oh, yeah. X, xbox was run by a bunch of fucking nerds who didn't know how to talk to people <laughs> they were a bunch of techie fucking junkies and and you know the fucking the drm stuff which <laughs> spore <laughs> yeah like they just had a really tough time speaking to regular ass consumers oh, you mean In like walks the one where their their uh communications guy or whoever the fuck he was i forget said, oh, if you're in the military and you're overseas and you don't have access to the internet, we have a console for you. It's the Xbox 360. Like a fucking yeah. dick. Yeah, like, <sighs> but, the, you know, in walks Phil Spencer and like, all right, I'll, I'm going to clean this up. We're going to look good. We're going to look cool. You you do the gaming stuff. I'll just I'll just be in front and, and I'll and I'll shield you from you don't have to say a damn thing to anyone. In fact, please don't. <laughs> da Daddy Phil will take care of everything. Now I, patch, I will say pat you on the head. I, I I have a lot of respect for Phil Spencer and how he's turned that around. Um, so mm -hmm. I don't want people to take this as me just shitting all over him because I do think he's really good at what he does. I think th this one particular thing is kind of a sticking point. Oh, no, he, me, but he yeah he yeah Phil Spencer definitely like he's he feels a lot more businessman than you know tech guy than right. than like the leader of you know i i'd look at like major nelson you know who's like the xbox community leader as, as even less of a businessman than than he is you know yeah okay so since we are uh starting to butt up against the clock here lamar mm -hmm. what do you think this means for the industry going forward like do you feel like this is all these mergers and acquisitions are a good thing a bad thing um whichever you think why and what do you think Sony and Microsoft do going forward. Uh, now, keep in mind, Sony did say there are more acquisitions coming, whatever the fuck that means. Yep. Um, what do you What do you think? God damn it! Um, th this is one of those times where I really wish I was more of a 
stand my ground on one side of the aisle or the other because on one side of the aisle i can definitely see how this is going to be a problem because everything gets washed through the um the identity of what is an xbox game what is a playstation game because when you think of those two things you have a very clear definition playstation very has these long artistic slower games and xbox is about the action they even have like their controller is even triggers right <laughs> they're bloody triggers uh so they have this whole community and so being under that umbrella no matter how far under that umbrella you are you're still going to have that green hue about you um could alter the course of things and yeah I do see Xbox saying, hey, we're going to honor all of our contracts and even PlayStation. We're going to honor all of our contracts we have right now. That is the easiest thing to say because it requires nothing to just not fuck up what's currently on the road. But I do see them saying, hey, by the way, guys, we've decided to put all of our developers into making this game as good as possible on Xbox, which means we're not doing any type of cross-platform uh, convergence. We're not worrying about X, uh, PlayStation configurations, and we're all going to be here. I see all these acquisitions doing that on both sides of the end. The other part about it, th at the very end of it, if we go to the far extreme, we might get to a point where we it doesn't matter what system you have, which is, which is what we really want as gamers. I mean, on our side, right? If things go hunky dory and it's everything's sunshine, roses, and unicorns for chocolate, it means as these companies start to merge into single umbrellas, the amount of e devices and equipment and services we need will lessen. So that maybe one day it doesn't matter. Maybe a day one that we're getting very close. Xbox Game Pass is online. PlayStation has PlayStation now. It's not as good, but it's there. And we might slowly be moving into that direction. Overall, right now, I think the industry needs creativity more than anything. So if I need to make a hard stance, I, I don't like it. I, I'll say I don't like it because creativity is going to get stifled. Okay, where where do you see um, Xbox going from here? What do you think they do next, if anything? Uh, I think Xbox doubles down on um, their image, which is going to bring Call of Duty in there. Uh, Xbox is Microsoft. Make sure everyone remembers that Microsoft works better on World of Warcraft works better on PC than anything else. Um, I think they just double down on the things they have, and they continue to pump everything through Game Pass, and. Um, and then future games will focus on making sure it looks good for this console and this series uh, more than the everything else. I think we'll see a lot more cyberpunks in the future because fuck PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what, do, what do you think PlayStation does? I think PlayStation will slowly move. I don't know. PlayStation has shat the bucket so hard on this generation. Um, I think they put a lot of faith into The Last of Us 2, which I enjoyed, even though I might not have liked the story that much, but it wasn't there to be liked. Um, I think PlayStation has to figure out what it's going to do. I think we're going to see more PlayStation Now in the future. I think PlayStation Now will get a big developer buff. They will get their shit together. 
So there is, just so you know, Lamar, um, there is uh, rumors of something called Project Spartacus, which supposedly is going to be their answer to Game Pass. And PlayStation Now is going to go away. Yep. I see that. Of course. I can plug. Right. Here's the thing, Gabe. People are listening to this. You know the primary place I play both my PlayStation and Xbox games? On my fucking PC. I have one cable that can plug into both of the controllers, and I can play both systems right here. I think that's what's going to happen. And I think at the end of the day, it's just going to be another fucking Steam. I That's what I should have said a long time. They're <laughs> going to become Steam. <laughs> All right. Uh, Derek, I pose the question to you. Uh, how do you feel about the, these acquisitions for the industry? And what do you see Xbox do? And what do you see PlayStation do? Um, these acquisitions, I, I, I think we're really just getting started. I, I think at some point in the maybe not so distant future, it's going to be like every game studio is, uh, under the umbrella of Microsoft or under the umbrella of Sony and Nintendo doesn't have anything because they are only first party developers. Um, pretty much. Yeah. And yeah. And I, and I really hope so Xbox, I feel like has already been driving and will continue to drive everything to, um, you know, their X to Xbox game pass to get everyone into the Xbox system of, you know, subscription models and everything to play games regardless of what you i mean they were talking about getting playing your games like streaming them straight to your fucking tv Mm -hmm. you know straight to your smart tv as long as you've got xbox game pass right um and i hope that playstation looks at that and says okay we need to do that um because as it stands right now like yeah i i could download playstation now but like Lamar's, it, it's not any good. I, and outside of like going out and buying a PlayStation 5, like I've got a PS4 Pro, but I, I don't have a PlayStation 5 and I'm not paying mm-hmm. $700 because some scalping fucking cunt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I hate scalping. Oh, oh I'm, I'm with you 100%. Ooh, ooh, and that's why I use another that. episode. Ooh. And, and but I do hope that PlayStation looks and says, okay, especially with all of the the chip shortage and the fucking fact the one fucking major factory burning, that they're like, okay, we need a better system that can withstand <laughs> these types of pandemics, these types of shortages, these awful awful things. And it, if everyone is driven to only have a PC, then that's then that's one purchase you can you know make your upgrades as you go and i hope mm-hmm. both companies say yes if you want to just play all of our games on on your pc fine just pay this service and and i would happily pay you know 10 15 bucks a month to play all of playstation's first party titles but i can't fucking do that right now i mean i actually just opened up steam to see like how, how much is god of war going for on this on steam right now like how much is sony making just off of that mm-hmm. i think it's still full goddamn price if oh, not right. like yeah it just came out so and people are buying it yeah because mm-hmm. because like it, finally finally they get to play god of war and that number Be- i know was uh seventy five thousand concurrent which for steam is really good for especially for a single player 
Yeah, it's it, it's fifty bucks, forty nine ninety nine for God of War. God damn! Like, like <laughs> Sony can't be looking at that and saying, "Yeah, we're not going to do that." Yeah, and I think that's that's exactly why they bought uh, Nix's was because they see the force through the trees on that. Yeah, it's like okay, like everyone's got a decent computer. Like it, it at least anyone who has a you know an Xbox Series X or a PlayStation Five definitely has a PC. I'm I'm mildly comfortable saying that. Yeah, uh, uh, vast majority, yes. Like so, people who can drop that kind of cash. Mm-hmm. So for me, for my opinion, I agree with actually both of you. Um, one, I, I think this is just the beginning. Two, I mm-hmm. think it's terrible for the industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree with Lamar that too much consolidation does stifle creativity. Uh, I think that we can look for a silver lining with each one, but ultimately when it gets down to brass tacks, if two companies are holding the majority of the IP and the the developers, it's just not good. For one, having that many studios in your stable is unwieldy. Uh, you can't have somebody with a clear direction or vision guiding all of that. It's, it's impossible. Mm-hmm. Um, but for two, you just you end up with this, like kind of like Lamar said, you you know what a Sony game is, you know what a Microsoft game is, and mm-hmm. you're gonna get that feeling, kind of touching everything that comes out of each of those, um, you know, mega publishers. So, I think it's a it's a terrible thing for the industry. I would like it to stop, but I I don't think it's going to. No. Um, as far as Microsoft's concerned, I think they do take a pause for a minute because the Activision Blizzard one was a big one, mm-hmm. and I think that they run the risk of catching the eye of antitrust lawyers if they. <laughs> purchase like say ea or something this purchase is already going through the ftc it is it is and that's why i think i think this one will go through i don't think they're gonna have an issue with it um but i think that if they were to buy like i said ea or take two or something like that and i could definitely see microsoft buying ea because they already have the partnership of Mm -hmm. ea access with xbox game Mm -hmm. pass yep um so I, i think they cool their jets for a little bit um sony on the other hand they they have options they tend to stick with studios they have a long history with uh, and publishers they have a long history with. Buy Capcom, damn it. So that's one of the ones. Um, Sega, in my opinion, would make sense for them because the Yakuza games, um, obviously because Sega owns Atlas and all the Persona games are exclusive to PlayStation and PC um, later on down the line. Or uh, Bandai Namp- Bandai Namco. I'm going to put in a big prediction. I'm going to put a big one out there. I think Sega goes to Nintendo. And I, uh, they have already they, had Sega IPs could. on Nintendo. I mean, they I, could. I just don't think, honestly, I don't think Nintendo's interested in playing in this space. I really don't. Nintendo's playing a different game. Nintendo's yeah. playing a wildly <laughs> different game. But if you think about the Sega IPs, they fall way better under the umbrella of Nintendo than any of these other platforms. They do, but I don't see PlayStation letting Persona go that easily. I think I think Nintendo will allow the contracts that are currently in there <laughs> to roll just as fine as possible. Phil, but I, but I think <laughs> that I don't think I think that Nintendo is going to go. We have the mobile market down as far as like a mobile console. Mm-hmm. We win. We won. PlayStation Plus doesn't work in the U.S. PlayStation uh, Portable didn't work in the U.S. Yeah, but. We're going to buy Sega because they can make console games. 
and we'll start slowly walking in there because fucking as you said pokemon is barely working on the switch uh breath of the wild's probably gonna the next zelda game is probably gonna be a little iffy so they're gonna have to learn how to play in the big boys and i think sega is gonna be the step in maybe i i'm not super confident about that i you could be right um i think it makes more sense for sony but you absolutely make a good case for nintendo um, I just think, like you said, they are playing a completely different game. And I think that part of playing that game is not paying attention to any of this shit. Um, as far as other moves Sony could make, Capcom make, does make a lot of sense. A long history with Capcom. Obviously, the Resident Evil series since PlayStation 1. Uh, you got your Devil May Cry, which is a Resident Evil mm-hmm. spinoff, ultimately, really. Um, <laughs> you got the, your exclusivity deal with Street Fighter V that, that Sony has. So there's, oh, there's history yeah. there. Uh, Square Enix is another one that makes a whole lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and keep in mind, even though I'm mentioning all these, I don't want any of these to happen. Um, I don't want anybody to lose access to games. I think it's kind of shitty. Yeah, um, I, I definitely want to mention, like, I hate exclusivity on a- any game. It fucking sucks. And I, like, the more people play games, the better we all are, regardless of, like, how you're playing it. Ex- mm-hmm. I hate exclu- exclusivity. Agreed. Um, so Capcom makes a lot of sense. Square Enix makes a lot of sense for, for Final Fantasy alone. Plus, it would give them Final Fantasy fourteen, which is an MMO, which they currently don't have, and Microsoft now has two of them. Uh, and not to mention, it's it's just that fucking MMO makes money hand over fist. Oh, yeah. Um, and then there's the interesting one, the outlier that I never... Like, I've heard people talk about Capcom and Square Enix and how much sense those make. To me... The safest thing they could do, the best move they could make, is not buying Konami, but buying their IP. Because Konami isn't doing a fucking thing with their IP. I'm gonna say Konami makes gotcha games now. <laughs> yeah, no, they 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 honestly they focus more on their pachinko machines. That's the word wow. I was looking yeah. for. Yeah, they they've been out of the arcade game in a long time. So we're talking oh. IPs like Metal Gear Solid, which has a long history on PlayStation. It's gone multi-platform, but I mean, it got to start on PlayStation. Well, technically, it got to start on Nintendo, but the games everybody knows, Metal Gear Solid games, started on PlayStation. You've got Castlevania, which is nothing's going on with those games. You've got Silent Hill, which had like one or two games on Xbox, but most of the games have been on PlayStation only. Um, You've got a ton of different IP that Konami has that they're literally not doing a fucking thing with. So even if those went exclusive, those are games no one's getting anyway. So I could see that being an... an, Oh, God, what's the word I'm looking for? The optics on that being more okay than purchasing, say, Square Enix or Capcom uh, is purchasing that IP. Now... Uh we, we know something's going to happen. We know they're going to buy something, probably multiple studios and or publishers. Uh, the, you know, the big question is going to be who. Uh, so, I mean, that's what they do. They, they're going to buy stuff and it sucks, but it's going to happen. And ultimately, eventually, Xbox will react. And so it goes. Uh, hopefully, my only hope, and I, this is giving humanity way more credit than it fucking deserves, is that... Oh, eventually there's major pushback and people start really raising a ruckus about all the purchases and acquisitions. Will nah. that happen? Probably not. Nah, <laughs> not. Pe- people have chosen their tribe. Yeah. You know, um, you know what I really want out of all of this? Huh? Like all those games aside, 
If Xbox, Xbox executives who listen to this podcast religiously, <laughs> listen All to me. You. If you bring back fucking Guitar Hero guitars, I will buy an Xbox Series X. <laughs> I will do it right fucking now because of buying a guitar right now costs the same amount of goddamn money. You have the Guitar Hero franchise now. Make the guitars again, you sons of bitches. <laughs> I, I will say this. If Phil Spencer can figure out a way to make rock band peripherals again, I will get on my hands and knees and I will fucking slob his knob. Yep. <laughs> and then yep. I'll do him a favor and spit in his mouth because I know he's into that. <clears throat> considering... You know what? Throw that DJ hero. Bring it back. <laughs> do it all. Considering how poorly the last Guitar Hero did, I don't know. Nope. They fucked up. The, they Go yeah. back to the five button. Go yeah, back to they, the five button game. Went, what do you mean I have to push up? Yeah, they, they tried to do too much. Go back to the five button game. Do the bet. Get your whole licensing of all your songs <clears> back. <throat> pump out Guitar Hero World Tour or Universe. I don't give a fuck. Do it just like Just Dance and write it because Rock Band is still making games. It's still making songs. Yep. And it's been like five six years <laughs> and that's that's why i'll always have an xbox because all of my fucking rock band my entire 500 some odd library of songs on yep. rock band is on xbox <laughs> yep. i drop. i gotta tell you i dropped 200 bucks on rock band 4 when i got a whole new system from a friend of mine who had one in his goddamn garage i've got the i've got the dongle that allows you to use the rock band one and two guitars and shit Oh my god! That do that dongle, since you can't get it anymore, goes for like three hundred and fifty fucking dollars. Oh my god! Easy, easy. Yeah, because I I lost. Well, when I was packing up all the shit around the house to put stuff in the um, storage area, I couldn't find that dongle. I was like, "Fuck! Did I pack it away? No problem. I'll just buy a new one for eight bucks." <laughs> NBD, with. right? And I said, um, "You know what? I'm gonna find this one." <laughs> yeah, it was the same way because I was wanting to. Uh... Because recently, um, some of the old uh, Xbox 360 servers have been uh, shut off for Halo. So I was like, shit, mm. I'm, I'm missing achievements in those. I must get it. So, and I was like, well, I, I don't have the fucking, there's a wireless attachment to the Xbox 360. How much could it be? You know, it's like impossible to find. You have to get it like secondhand, uh, you know, through eBay. So I was mm -hmm. like, fuck, I know I have one somewhere. And then. Here it is. I fucking found it. Oh, shit. I remember that thing. Now, this this little thing with its little fucking antenna ears that you plug into the USB. Yep. Oh, my God. Yep. I still have that. So I use that to boost with uh, my son's Xbox account <laughs> to get some achievements. <laughs> Xbox, listen to this podcast. <laughs> you have money. Use it. <laughs> shit. Make guitars that work for PC. Oh, you'll oh, hand over foot. All right. Well. Before we go, gentlemen, do you have any closing thoughts on on any of this? Uh, I mean, these guys are going to these companies are going to make their money, and I mean, for all we know, the, Sony and Microsoft could be working like with each other to kind of fan the fucking fanboy flames and end up, you know, behind the scenes just kind of fucking jerking each other off to make make each other money. Uh, that definitely could be happened or it could, we can take it all at face value of yes, these companies are buying up these studios and maybe they'll go exclusive. Maybe they won't. We don't know. Uh, I just want to play some fucking video games, man. Mm -hmm. Same. Well, with that, thank you so much for hanging out with us at the nerdy point of view podcast. 
As always, you can find the show on Twitter at NerdyPOV. That's at NerdyPOV. You can find me on Twitter at Captain CaptainSugarBear. That's at CPTSugarBear. Uh, don't go fucking console war, flame boy, or not flame boy, uh, fanboy, you know, flame war bullshit in my feed. Uh, I'll just block you because that's boring and irritating and honestly childish. Fucking grow up. These are multi-billion dollar companies. They don't give a fuck about you. So why do you give a fuck about them? Uh, Derek, where are you on the internet? What are you working on? I am all over the internet, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch, Delta J4, D-E-L-T-A-J-F-O-R-D. Um, I stream uh, Tuesday to Saturday, uh, obviously not this Tuesday because we are currently recording, uh, <laughs> over on Twitch. Um, and then I probably am just going to be talking about uh, foot, NFL football for the next couple of weeks until the Super Bowl. Oh, oh yeah. God damn it. Lamar, la, <laughs> You're both invited to my Super Bowl party, by the way. Sweet. I, I have Don't. no idea what the Super Bowl is. I have not it is the attention. 13th. It is the day before Valentine's Day. I will be making, obviously, my pulled pork that I know you love, Brian, and some carne asada tacos. God damn it, I will God have God to God see. God. I might have a family thing that day. Um, It depends on if I do the family thing this week or not. It depends on how Carrie's feeling with her. And her anyone watching, you're not, or watching, listening, you're not invited. Yeah, no, fuck <laughs> all you. Go back to Canada, you goddamn Canucks. <laughs> We Go have a large Canadian convoy. following, which is weird. Do, um, do we? Uh, I, I, I drink. I drink Labatt Blue. Wow. <laughs> Pandering. Is that Lamar. we're doing? I'm gonna get your name right this time, Lamar. Where are you on the internet? What are you working on? Top of the morning, T. Lads, lasses. My name is Lamar the Con Guy. It's L E M A R the Con Guy. Instagram, Twitch, and Twitter, all under that same handle. You can find me here doing the Nerd Point of View. I'm also doing several other podcasts. I am building a website to put all this shit on. Uh, I will get that done sometime between now and then. And I have challenged a friend who is a professional Street Fighter Three Third Strike uh, player to a match, a best of five match in. Oh, uh, no. That's at Anime Expo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> best of five? Best of five. Uh, we're going to ch- fight each other at Anime Expo 2022. I'm going to be going through a training arc, so you might be seeing some uh, streams of me learning to play the game. Oh, I want to see the montage. <laughs> <laughs> the training like the, montage. With a fucking sweat <laughs> towel around your fucking neck. With some 80s fucking pump-up music. <laughs> Gotta have a montage. <laughs> yeah, I, I've already. I got. I got my sticks. I got. I got my trainers. I already have my Dude, big sticks. sticks. Are expensive. Uh, someone made me one. Oh my god. Damn. Yes. I have good friends. Anyway, that's what I'm doing, uh, as well as uh, comedy and stuff like that. I'm getting back into there. The world is starting to open up again, rather it's safe or not. Uh, so, uh, and I live alone, and I. Uh, Owe my life to no one. So fuck it. I'm going to go outside. Uh, can I ask you a question, Lamar? How much time have you uh, guys set aside for that uh, that best of five match? Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're not, you're not going to reach the cap. <laughs> you look, look, everyone who's doubting me, when I win, when I win, you all can suck my balls. I, I'm not doubting you. I'm just curious how much time you all like. Right. Is it like a half we, hour long thing? We're, or? we're, like we're recording. Hour, Lamar, if you can take... A single fucking round. <laughs> a single round against this dude. I will give you 10 bucks. How about that? Done. I'll fucking done. So, so you said it's, it's going to be like a half hour, half hour long thing? It's going to be about 30, 35, 45 minutes. Sweet. What are you going to do for the other 44 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> also cut to Lamar saying like, hey, can you just throw for one round so I can get 10 bucks? <laughs> <laughs>
You guys oh. doubt my power. But anyway, yes, that's going to happen. So uh, keep an eye out and uh, lick my balls. All right. Well, on that note, we are <laughs> out. <laughs>